the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters, right? Absolutely. You know, it's applause. We need to have a we need to have a rooting section for us, man. We need to have some encouragement. We need to know that uh, even when things don't look good, don't feel good, uh, it's a little hot out, it's a little hot inside, that, hey, we got this thing. Uh, And today we're going to get pretty serious. You know, I saw this article. uh, It came out, uh, was it today or yesterday? It was yesterday. It says, educators brace for back-to-school mental health crisis. That's stunning. Public schools are adding mental health staff and therapeutic support classrooms to absorb an expected flood of anxious and depressed students returning next month from two years of virtual learning, according to tracking website Burbio. Burbio reported that its school budget tracker showed a spike in K-12 spending on social-emotional learning, SEL, and mental health services as many school districts prepare for their first full year of in-person learning since before the pandemic. And that's really what I want to hit today. You know, uh, we are supposed to provide for people. Some of those people are little people. We call them children, right? Uh, we're responsible for their mental health, for their physical health, for their psychological health, for their spiritual health. And uh, I, got, I don't know how else to say it, but we're failing. We're failing as a society. Uh, we're failing as a family. We're sa- failing as a community. We're failing as a people. Uh, and when I say as a people, uh, this this stirs me up a little bit, people. Um, I have never had infinity. I happen to, my skin happens to be white, just so you know. I have never, ever, ever in my lifetime, as God is my witness, ever had affinity for somebody because their skin color was white. I, I just want to be honest with you. As God is my witness, strike me dead right now, Lord. Take away my salvation. Uh, I have never, ever, ever felt familiar felt affinity, felt a bonding for someone because of the color of their skin or the lack thereof. I just want to make sure we're aware of that. And when I say people, when I say my people, uh, I want you to know I'm quoting Jesus. You know, when Jesus walked this planet, he uh, was in a house basically telling people who he was, and they were freaking out because who is this person saying he's God? And so somebody, this is my take on it, it doesn't say this scripturally, but somebody sent off for Mary and his brothers to get Jesus out of here because he's going to get stoned. Uh, and I'm not talking about what we do today in Colorado. Uh, I'm talking about blasphemy. He's calling himself God. Someone better get Jesus out of here before things get ugly. 
And so Mary, and I think it's a, 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 a what is his brother James? I think it's Mary and James, because it says there's a knock on the door, and someone comes to Jesus and says, "Oh Jesus," and I think it was more like, "Oh God, oh Jesus, your your mother and your brother are here." And these words from the Son of Man, from the Son of God, from our Messiah, he said these words, quote, and I quote him daily, who is my mother, who is my brother, but he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother, that is my brother, who is your brother? When I hear LeBron James talk about my people, my people, is he talking about the professional basketball players? Is he talking about all the hundred millionaires that are basketball players? Are he talking about people who follow him on Facebook? Is he talking about people who follow him on Twitter? Is he talking about fans of the NBA? No, you know who he's talking about? People who are black. So I have a lot of friends in Uganda that support a lot of orphanages. I'll guarantee you those people, every single one of them is black. I guarantee you, they are more my brother and my sister than the LeBron James brother or sister. And so when I'm talking about people, I'm talking about us. I'm talking about leaders. I'm talking about people of the same mindset, inklings, to serve God, to be better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today, to make this world a bit better than the one we found, to be better, to be better in all things, to be an example to learn how to overcome, to learn how to deal with adversity without letting it crush you, to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to go to the vast expanse of the mind because all those things have to do with your thought process. Remember, it's Dr. Viktor Frankl who said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power. It is our freedom. Consider if the battle is in the mind, then understanding the machinations of how we create or modify our experience is priceless. And today, let's pull back the curtain. Let's take a look at some, some mental health. Because you got to realize that there are three levels of existence. Every single human being out there is a self-imposed trinity. There is the body. There is the mind. And there's the spirit. We are threefold beings. You got to get this. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care if you believe in God. I don't care if you like my show. Uh, I don't care if you think NLP is of the devil. None of that matters. All the judgments. We've become so judgmental. And yet all these non-believers want to quote, don't judge. And yet what do you think they do every single day to anybody that doesn't think like them? We're a bunch of hypocrites. Man is a threefold being. I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a consciousness. The real me is the spirit. My body is the medium, my tent, my tabernacle by which my spirit expresses itself. And I possess a conscious between the stimulus and response. There's a space. And in that space is my powers, my freedom. See, plant life exists on a physical plane. Animal life exists on a physical and a conscious plane, right? The social aspect to it, right? They go in flocks and in herds and in packs, right? I got uh, 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 four cats. Three of them are pretty cool. They, they hang out together. They're buddies. They're friends. They're familia, right? That's that conscious plane. However, man 
adds a third plane. For man, life exists on a physical, a conscious, and a spiritual plane. See, in the same degree by which the plant life is separated from the animal life, by the inclusion of the consciousness, man is separated from animal life by the inclusion of the spirit. Does that make sense? And because of that, we have certain needs. Our body has needs. Our mind has needs. Our spirit has needs. And so we've got to deal with all three of them. So there's something that shows that you are in good physical health. And there are certain things that show that you're in good mental health. And there are certain things that show that you're in good spiritual health. And since we all process three ways, auditory, visually, and kinesthetically, I'm going to tell you right now the solution is to act as if. You want to be a good parent, act as if you are. You want to be a good spout, act as if you are. You want to be a child of God, act as if you are. You want to be a powerful leader, act as if you are. Don't you get it? Because we tend to become what we do over and over and over and over and over. And so you got to realize that there are certain things that you can see, hear, and feel that say, hey, this person has a good physical health. There are certain things you can see, hear, and feel that tells you, hey, this person has good mental health. There's things that you can see, hear, or feel that tells you that this person has good spiritual health. Remember, it was Jesus' half-brother who said faith without works is dead. And yet Paul said is faith alone, through grace alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone, right? And so they're saying the same thing. Paul says you can't get good enough for God. Jesus did that. It's by grace and mercy. Be grateful. And Paul says, but if real, I mean, James says if real change takes place, then it shows up on the outside. And today we're going to talk about that. What is good mental health? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And sometimes let's go the opposite. What does poor mental health look like, sound like, and feel like? Today, that's what we're talking about, mental health. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
We tried Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, and after a couple of weeks, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and there was a lot less scratching and shedding. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Next week is the business benefactor for Jack's Basket. Since 2014, Jack's Basket has celebrated over 5,000 babies with Down syndrome. For details, go to jacksbasket.org and keep listening to this station to hear how you can help. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Man, it's hot outside, ain't it? It is hot. I was listening to the news there in the Twin Cities, and you guys are in the mid-90s, and that's hot. Well, you know, it's been like 115 uh, here in Texas. Uh, And it's one thing to be hot outside, you know, because you can always come inside. You can jump into a pool. But, you know, let's be honest, it's getting a little hot inside. And I'm not talking about our homes. I'm talking about our heads. I'm talking about our hearts. I'm talking about our relationships and our marriages. Let's be honest. See, we can deal with things on the exterior. We can just go someplace else. We can just shut things down. We can just flip a switch. But the real trauma is what's going on on the inside. And see, we're like sponges. And so when we get squeezed by life, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. I, I use this example, and some of you have heard this story before. And I always tell people, you need to listen to stories as if you're, as if you're hearing them for the first time. Because some of you got the T-shirt. Some of you have been there, done that. Some of you think you heard something once or read something once or did something once, and you're good now. I'm good. I got my T-shirt. That's the problem. We're, we're called to be constant, uh, perpetual learners. Uh, sometimes you got to learn something 30 times before you actually get it. Uh, how many times have I read the Bible? Hundreds, thousands. And now every once in a while when I read something and I've read it a thousand times, I'm like, oh my gosh. One word, it could be a preposition, it could be a period, it could be a certain word that I never saw, never heard, never read, or, or uh, whatever it was. And all of a sudden, something I've known for years or understand for years now takes on a brand new meaning, a brand new light. I see things I didn't see before. The mother of success is repetition. And so uh, I, I remember uh, uh, last year a guy moved to, one of my listeners moved to Texas, and uh, 
he wasn't too happy about the weather. It was hot and all that. And uh, he said, you know, just give your maybe it was an off year. And then this year it's happened again. So he reached out to me and said, you know, Black, uh, last year when I moved here, I told you, it was, it was hot. Uh, and I actually kept a diary uh, just to remind myself because I'm sure it would be a, it would never happen again. And here we are, uh, the, the same thing happening a year later. And he sent me the diary. And here, here's his diary. It said, uh, May 30th, just moved to Dallas, Texas. Now, this is a city that knows how to live. Beautiful sunny days, warm, balmy evenings. What a place. I watched the sunset from a park lying on a blanket. It was beautiful. I finally found my home. I love it here. June 14th. Really heating up. Got to 100 today. Not a problem, though. Live in an air-conditioned home. Drive an air-conditioned car. What a pleasure to see the sun every day like this. I'm turning into a sun worshiper. June 30th. Had the backyard landscape and western plants today. Lots of cactus and rocks. What a breeze to maintain. No more mowing lawn for me. Another scorcher day. Uh, but, uh, man, I love it here in Texas. July 10th. The temperature hasn't been below 100 all week. How do you people get used to this kind of heat? At least it's kind of windy, though. But getting used to the heat and humidity, but it has taken longer than I expected. July 15th, fell asleep by the pool, got third degree burns over 60% of my body, missed three days of work. What a dumb thing to do. I learned my lesson though, got to respect the old sun in a climate like this. July 20th, I missed Morgan, our cat, sneaking in the car when I left this morning. By the time I got to hot car for lunch, Morgan had died and swollen up the size of a shopping bag and stank up a $2,000 leather upholstery. I told the kids that she ran away to a farm. The car now smells like kibbles and rhymes with bits, but comes out of the cat, you know. <laughs> I learned my lesson, though. No more pets in this heat. July 25th. The wind sucks here in Dallas. It feels like a giant freaking blow dryer, and it's hot as hell. <laughs> the air, home air conditioner is not working. The AC repairman charged $200 just to drive by and tell me he needed to order parts. July 30th. Been sleeping outside by the pool for three nights now. 1500 in dang house payments, and we can't even go outside. Why did I ever move to Dallas? August 4th. It's 115 degrees. Finally got the air conditioner fixed today. It costs $500 and gets the temperature down to 85. But this freaking humidity makes the house feel like it's about 95. Stupid repairman. I hate the stupid city. August 8th. If another smart aleck asks, hot enough for you today, I'm going to dang heat. By the time I get to work, the radiator's boiling over. My clothes are soaking wet, and I smell like... I lost two layers of flesh and all the hair on the back of my legs and butt. Now my car smells like burnt hair, fried butter, and August 10th. The weather report might as well be a dang recording. Hot and sunny, hot and sunny, hot and sunny. It's been too hot to do crap for two dang months, and the weatherman says it might really warm up next week. Doesn't it ever rain in this dang desert? Water rationing now? So my $1,700 worth of cactus just dried up and blew into the dang pool. Even the cactus can't live in this dang heat. August 14th, welcome to hell. 
Temperature again is 115. Forgot to crack the window and blew the dang windshield out of the car. The installer came to fix it and said, hot enough for you today? My wife had to spend the $1,500 house payment to bail me out of jail. You know, it's a joke. Please know that's a joke. It's a joke. We have maybe poor taste in some areas, but it's a joke. But here's something that started out pretty cool. This guy moved to Texas. Pretty cool. Nice heat. Nice sun. Love it. We'll adapt a few things, change a few things, put in some cactus. But when the things on the outside kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse, the things that attracted that man to Dallas... Now we're repelling that man. It's kind of what's going on in America today. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt in the world. Hurting people hurt people. But you got to understand that we're all in the people business. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. We're in the people business. If you sell something or buy something, you're doing it from somebody. There's a person in there somewhere, whether the salesperson, whether the producer, whether the manager, whether the CEO, whatever it is. There's a person somewhere in there. When you go to church, you're dealing with people. For God so loved people that he gave his only begotten son, that whatever people should believe in him shall not die and have everlasting life. God created us for relationship. He wanted people to hang out with. And then God put people in our lives for relationship because he knew that's not good for man to be alone. And yet, you know what the number one cost in business is for most businesses? Employee cost. Look at it. Taxes, benefits, wages, retirement, all that stuff. You know the number one cause for divorces in this country? Marriage, because people say I do, but they may not try. People say I will, but they may not give it a test drive. I'll see how it works out. See, what's going on here is people. We got to know how people work. We're, we have a machine, a body, and if you don't believe me, don't feed that body for a while. Don't water that body for a while. Don't give that body sleep for a while, right? And we have a mind. And God tells us the battles in the mind. That's what Romans 12, 2, to transform your thinking, to not conform to the thinking of this world, to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to focus only on those things that are good and pure, to guard your heart for all the issues of life stem from it. Those are all about our focus. See, God knows that the structure of everything we do is based on our beliefs. God knows that. God made us. That's why the two greatest commandments in the Bible are remember and do not fear. The great song by Crowder, uh, when darkness, uh, when the shadows come over, I don't remember what it's called, it's on church, church music. He says, when darkness overcomes me, I will remember, I will not fear. I will remember, I will not fear. I will remember, I will not fear. So big. And so everything we do or do not do is driven by belief systems. See, one thing I do is even though I'm a man of God, even though I'm a counselor, I'm a layman psychologist, I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, uh, I'm dealing with the mind. I'm dealing with what happens between the stimulus and the response. And everything we experience, we store. 
We store as pictures. We store as words. We store as feelings. It doesn't matter what happens to us. What matters is how we store it. And transactional analysis says that between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power and your freedom. See, I bring science. Remember, follow the science. We're told to follow the science. See, you're going to learn about this day, cognitive dissonance. We say things all the time that we don't really mean. We only mean them for us, not for everybody else. We only mean when they fit our political science do we follow the science. That's what's going on. People are now told to believe what they want to believe. People are now told to hate God. People are now told that men don't matter and families don't matter. See, these are the structure of our belief systems. And when you change those beliefs, eventually what comes out of people changes. And over time, it all changes. This isn't a surprise. We're exactly where we were heading 30 years ago. There were warning signs. Over by my house, they closed off a road. And the road's closed off, but some people that live before where the, where the problem is and, and the sign, they can go there. But it says bridge out. And even though the bridge out, I see people driving down that street. Now, some people are driving down the street because before the bridge goes out, there's a house there they can turn to. But some people are just watching other people drive down this road that says bridge out. And so they go, oh, I can drive down that road, says bridge out. The problem is they don't have a home there. So they're now driving full speed into an area where the bridge is out, and they're not even aware. They're just driving without realizing what's going on. That's what's going on when we talk about mental health. Is the bridge out, or is your ride secure moving forward? Let's talk about this after the break. a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 855-PSALM-32. That's 855-PSALM-32. 855-PSALM-32. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today we're talking about mental health. It's um, it's the canary in the mine. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, it's been warning signs going off for a long time. But here's the problem. We've gotten to such a group mentality, such a warrior mentality, such a blue versus red. Uh, i got to be honest with you. Um, the manipulation of the American mind has been incredibly stunning. Uh, all of a sudden, we're just taught to hate. Uh, it's stunning. Just a lot of hatred, a lot of bitterness. Uh, and it, you read why. It's all about power. It's all about politics now. I mean, look, we're, we're electing people to office that hate this country. But that's good. That shows you how far we've grown that people who think this country is a joke like Brittany Griner, the WNBA, they mock America. They spit on the flag. They turn their back to the flag. Uh, they don't even want the national anthem played. Now, these are millionaire victims. And then she's illegally carrying drugs into a foreign country. She's not illegally detained. She's not a hostage. She's not a captive. She violated another country's laws. See, in America, if you're black, you don't have to pay attention to laws. As long as you're conser- uh, not conservative, you're conservative, you'll have the book thrown at you. But if you're a black liberal, you can do whatever you want. There is no consequence. There is no price. And see, this is what's going on right now. People are confused. And when you confuse little kids, by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map reality is in place. And when you confuse kids so much that when they're confused, they now think they're supposed to change their sex this gender dysphoria, because kids have dysphoria. Teenagers have dysphoria. So in the beginning of time, read the Bible. Go back to your childhood, your freckles, your big nose, the pimples. Uh, your lips come in quicker than everything else does. So you got big flat lips, and then you got to get braces on and get your teeth straightened out. So you got these big old braces. You're awkward. Uh, then puberty hits, and we start smelling funny and looking funny, and certain parts grow. It's part of life. But before, we weren't driven to believe that because your life isn't going well, you should alter how God made you because it's probably that you should be a different sex. We were never fed that counseling. But life has always been hard. But suicide and depression, how about this? You know, this superhero movies are real big right now. Everybody knows that I love a good superhero movie. It's the ultimate good versus evil, right? And so remember Lois Lane, Margot Kidder. Man, when, when Superman the movie came out, remember, it was so cool. And uh, Lois Lane, Margot Kidder was Lois Lane. You know, they did three or four of them. That was so cool. That, that was, I remember, it was the 1980s. It was big. And so I want to tell you the life and death of Lois Lane. 
So the 1980s saw uh, uh, three sequels to the origin, original Superman film. So you had three sequels, so four of them. So early in the decade, um, um, what is it, Lois Lane, Margot Kidder, uh, was romantically linked to comedian Eddie Murphy and the Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, although neither relationship lasted long. In 1984, she produced and starred in the Canadian TV film Louisiana, having already married the film's director, Philip de Broca, in France in 1983. Once again, this marriage, Kidder's third and final marriage, was short-lived and ended in divorce in 1984. Now, she's in the heyday of her career. Remember, uh, four, there was three sequels, so four uh, Superman movies, I'm pretty sure. So Kidder, uh, at that time in 1984, Kidder received a diagnosis of bipolar, I'm sorry, in 1988, although she rejected the recommended lithium treatment. 1990 saw her seriously injured in a car accident on the, TV, on the set of a TV series she was making, rendering her partially paralyzed for a while and unable to work for two years. The lawsuit she launched, from which she received no settlement, left her financially ruined. Whilst working on her autobiography on her laptop computer in April 1996, a virus wiped out all her hard work, and she traveled to California hoping a company there would be able to retrieve the lost work. They were unsuccessful, and Kidder then entered a manic state. So she couldn't get her laptop. She started panicking. So she mentored, uh, entered a manic state. She disappeared for four days. She was found in a distressed state, having lost caps on her teeth after an attempted rape, and was placed in psychiatric care. Kidder continued to act regularly, though, up until 2017, as well as lending her support to environmental and anti-nuclear issues. She became an American citizen in 2005 and spent her later years living alone with her dogs in a log cabin. On May 12th, I'm sorry, May 13, 2018, Kidder uh, visited, was visited by her friend Joan Kisich, who found her unresponsive at her home in Livingston, Montana. Kidder's agent initially stated that she passed away peacefully in her sleep, but an inquest later revealed her death was a suicide as a result of self-inflicted drug and alcohol overdose. Kidder was cremated and her ashes scattered at her favorite locations in Canada, as well as the wilds of Montana amongst the bears and wolves she so loved. Margot Kidder was 69 years old. A lot of pain. A lot of hurt. And this is what I deal with. I walk in people's pain. I walk in people's hurt. And so I'm looking at articles here. Why American teens are so sad. The United States is experiencing extreme teenage mental health crisis. From 2009 to 2021, the share of American high school students who say they feel persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness rose 26%, almost half. Almost half. That's before all the crap, or I should say it should peak up on the, the pandemic and all that. The government survey of 8,000 high school students was, was conducted in the first six months of 2021. Can you believe that? Why? Social media use, big deal. It's this fake world. Socialty is down. People don't socialize anymore. They're told to, to distance themselves. The world is stressful, and there's more news about the world's stressors because you can read about it all the time, and modern parenting strategies. How about this one? And that was, by the way, from April. The article is from April. How about this one? Americans are leaving church, and most aren't coming back. Isn't that amazing? They're not coming back. 
If someone had robust religious experiences growing up, they are likely to maintain those beliefs and practices into adulthood. In my training, I get all the time people who, as a child, were raised in the church about the God, moved away from it, and then when my class, for some reason, God used this to, to trigger them back, and they come back. But they're not being taught that anymore. See, Generation Z. Generation Z, born in the late 1990s, early 2000s, is now the least religious generation yet. With 34% of them identifying as over one-third of them have no religious affiliation. Among millennials, 29% identify as religiously unaffiliated. While Generation X, 25, the one above that, Baby Boomer, 18, and the one above Baby Boomers, Silent Generation, 9. Do you see the growth, the growth in non-God? Today, nearly two-thirds, 65% of Americans who report having no childhood religious affiliation say they're unaffiliated. Two-thirds. In 2014, only 50% of Americans raised without a formal religious tradition retain their secular identity as adults. Half. In 2007, that number was 46%. Do you see how it's changing? How about this one? People no longer believe hard work will lead to better life. Think about that. See, everything we don't do or do is driven by a belief system. I was watching this thing with, a, uh, what is it? It's a Senator Howley, Josh Howley. And it was this woman. This woman's a tenured professor at one of our leading law schools. I mean, this lady trains our future attorneys. And they're shaping, these people are shaping the minds of our youth at Berkeley. So here's the question. She was questioned. Howling was asked by this woman, do you think men can become pregnant? Now follow the science. It's absolutely clear men can't become pregnant. So Howling replied, no, I don't think men can get pregnant. That's a fair answer. It's an honest answer. Leading this, uh, this woman who teaches our young mind to state that he denies existence of trans people. Isn't that amazing? So now he just wipes them out. With answering a question truthfully, now that's been manipulated to say he just wiped out a whole bunch of people. And then she goes on to say this, and that leads to violence. Yep. That leads to violence. So basically she says that by you stating that, asking, believing that men can't be pregnant, you are getting transgender people killed. That was what she was accused of. And, and half the Twitter sphere erupted and loved that thought it was so cool that she said that. Isn't that amazing? This is what's going on. We're confused. How about this one? New Jersey transgender woman transferred from women's only prison after impregnating two inmates. Transgender inmate Demi Minor moved from New York, New Jersey's Edna Mahan Correctional Facility because she had all, he had all these consensual relationships. Consensual sexual relationships. How about this one? Gun control advocate stunned man who allegedly shot Indiana Mall shooter. So here's this guy in Indiana Mall kills three people. He has loaded guns, weapons of mass destruction. He's going to gun down 20, 30 like Uvalde. Here's a young man, a 22-year-old man, legally carrying a weapon, although you weren't supposed to have a gun inside the mall. And he killed the person. And so he's called a good Samaritan. And people, the left is going crazy. And they're quoting Jesus. They're quoting Jesus. These people who hate God, who don't believe in the Bible, who think God is the leader of the largest hate group in the world, 
but then want to quote and say anybody who really believes in God couldn't vote GOP or couldn't support the NRA. See, this is what's happened. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And see, J. Vernon McGee said it best. We're all speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. And so now our kids are confused. And confusion is the number one weapon formed against us. And our adults are confused. And our husbands are confused. And our wives are confused. We don't know who we're supposed to be. We don't know why we're here. We don't know when we're going to get canceled. We don't know when we're going to get threatened. And see, between the stimulus and the response is confusion. It's mass chaos. And so now there's a mental health issues. So after the break, I want to break down to you what is good emotional intelligence. What does it look like? What does it sound like? And what does it feel like? I'm black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, clearing the way for many states to ban or severely limit abortion. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, the award-winning film The Matter of Life cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And yes, I will be in class Thursday. We have a class, I think it's 236 uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, uh, man, if you want to join us, you want your life changing. If you want to get the ultimate in mental health uh, mindset, if you want to get some things cleaned up from your past and work on a better tomorrow, go to likeitmatters.net. I can make room for you uh, July, 30, uh, July 21st, Thursday uh, at uh, 5 p.m. we'll meet. Uh, and 48 hours later, Saturday at 5 p.m., uh, those people walk out of the room. Lives will be changed. Lives will be changed because I teach you how you work, and I do it in a very uh, intense environment. So I make sure it's at the cellular level the learning takes place. So go to likeitmatters.net uh, if you're interested. Uh, and then in August, I'll be in Vegas. So that class is pretty full. I think we're at 14 or 15 people. Uh, September 1, I'll be back here in uh, Dallas. And already it's a car medic class. I think we're at uh, 11 or 12 people. Uh, and then October, I'll be back in Vegas. So go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, to read about that. And today we're talking about mental health. Um, and you got to go back to how we're made. You know, uh, um, you got to follow the rules. You got to follow the rules of the machine. And your body is a machine. There are rules to it. The way you create experience in your mind, there are rules to it. That's why I share the sciences of transactional analysis, neurolinguistic programming, multiple intelligences, logotherapy, canine, constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, epigenetics. These are all of my disciplines. And they're all the machinations of experience of how we work. And I teach you that. But it takes persistence. It's something we, you know, lots of words, stereotypical is no longer in our dictionary. Now everything's racist. Before, we used to have a word called stereotypical, but we got so sensitive, we've been such snowflakes, we can't even handle the laugh about ourselves. It needs resilience, and you know, resilience is one of those words that uh, is gone. Resilience is defined as how one deals effectively with pressure, ambiguous and emerging conditions, multiple tasks, uh, remains optimistic and persistent even under adversity or uncertainty. See, re- uh, uh, resilience recovers quickly from setbacks. It anticipates changes and learns from mistakes. Resiliency is the ability uh, to function really well in the face of adversity. And that's why I do my training with such intensity. I teach you how to play big in a stressful environment. When you can learn how to function in a high level in a stressful environment, then lives change. Your life changes. Your, your wife's or husband's life changes. Your kid's life changes. The community around you changes. See, we need this trait, leaders. Without it, we feel defeated, depressed, demoralized. And that's what's going on. That's why you see the mental health crisis. Jacob Rias, one of my favorite little sayings, he says, look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundred and first blow, it was split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. And, and one of my p- favorite quotes is by Calvin Coolidge, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. And and J. Vernon McGee put it this way. Philosophy says think your way out of it. Indulgence says drink your way out. Politics says spend your way out. Science says invent your way out or figure your way out. 
Industry says work your way out. Labor says strike your way out. Fascism says bluff your way out. Militarism says fight your way out. However, it is written in the Bible to pay your way out. And Jesus says he is the way out, right? John 14, 6, right? In John 10, 9, again, he tells us he is the way out. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. See, dealing with all three pieces. And what we're dealing with on all these issues, we hear all the time, all these people, uh, these uh, people of color who want suicide by cop. You know, George Floyd and all them, That it doesn't matter how terrible they live their life. It doesn't matter how many people they hurt, how many people they killed, how many rapes or gun violence or all this. All that matters is if they died at the hands of a cop, if they were black. Of course, if you're white, it doesn't matter how you die. But if you're black, if you die at the hands of a cop, then you were, you were wrongfully killed. And they say, listen, this isn't a cop issue. Aren't you hearing it? These are mental health issues. Don't you hear this? These are mental health issues. We didn't need the police. That person didn't even be killed. We just need someone to talk to them. Remember, it's a mental health issue. How about, let me give you some other mental health issues. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. Five times the average. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. Oh, those sound like mental health issues, don't right? 32 times the average. How about this one? 85% of all children who show behavior disorders, you would call those mental disorders, mental health, come from fatherless homes, 20 times the average. How about this? 80% of rapists with anger problems. Remember, those aren't really criminals if they're black. They just have mental health issues. So you shouldn't be sending police officers. You should be selling, sending Dr. Phil or Dr. Laura, right? That's who you're supposed to send. 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes, nine times the average. Children with fathers who are involved are 40% less likely to repeat a grade in school. Children with fathers who are involved are 70% likely to drop out of school. Children with fathers who are involved are more likely to get A's in school. Children with fathers involved are more likely to enjoy school and engage in extracurricular activities. 75% of all adolescent patients in chemical abuse centers come from fatherless homes, 10 times the average. And you would call those mental health issues. See, it's because of our life scripts. This is why the narrative is so important. This is what's going on. See, it's called frames. They're called life scripts. In, in, in NLP, they're called frames. In transactional analysis, they're called life scripts. We create stories about our lives, what they have been, and what they will be. This starts in childhood. Remember, Dr. Adler says by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. So this starts in childhood where we weave our perceptions of ourselves and the world around us into a narrative of what we can and will do. That's called logotherapy. We talk about Dr. Viktor Frankl, logotherapy, man's will demeaning. Right? This is the science I teach. I tell you to follow the science. This is not an opinion show. Now, it might violate some of your opinions that Trump is evil and Republicans just want to kill grandma and the most important right for any woman in the world is to kill a baby inside of her. I mean, listen how listen to what women, all women are about today is about killing babies, having sex on their own terms. Is that really what we've made women into? And now a woman is whoever wants to pretend to be a woman. You don't have to have a uterus. Remember, here it is now. We got a Supreme Court justice. That she's now, 
because she's a black woman sitting on the Supreme Court, because, and she can't even define a woman. But she's going to tell you what 200 years ago the founding fathers meant. But she cannot define a woman. Now, see, here's the problem. This goes into our crawl. So this now becomes part of our belief system. We have wiggle room, right? We have wiggle room. Listen to this. Do you realize the Pulitzer Prizes were awarded in 2018 to two or three news organizations that reported on a lie? The whole Russian collusion was a lie. We now find out top secret material has been released. It's been desensitized. And we realize it was all a lie. Hillary Clinton, a Democratic uh, a candidate who controlled the government, remember Obama, and they basically were spying on U.S. citizens, were basically using the government to keep someone from being elected. But none of you care about that. But yet, oh, Trump's evil. But that doesn't matter. But look at this whole thing here. On They were given Pulitzer Prizes. That means they were awarded the highest award in journalism. And yet they reported a lie. It was self-inflicted. It was circular reporting. Do you see why people are confused? And see, emotional intelligence is the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person the right way. And this is not easy because you've got to get involved. You've got to stop being manipulated. You've got to go in between the stimulus and the response. And tomorrow I'm going to expand, expand on this. Because Daniel Goldman, who's one of the fathers of, of emotional intelligence, identified five elements of our makeup that we can attribute to emotional intelligence. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, social skills. But it all goes into holding your thoughts captive. It's time that we checked in. It's time that we got into our heads. You've got to find out. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And those thoughts make you sick. It's called epigenetics. 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. They're created in the thought process first. Now, the symptoms are real. This is why you got to go the structure. You've got to start becoming a steward of what you allow in your head. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you reading? Where are you hanging out? What are you feeling about this or that? You, we've got to break it down. We've got to go between the stimulus and the response. And I'm going to go to tomorrow's show. We're going to go right to that little spot of the down moment between the stimulus and response because that is where you learn self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and you start getting yourself under control. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, while still controlling your principal. If your portfolio has recently taken a big hit, you're not set up for retirement income. We're Ferguson Financial, and that's what we do. We position portfolios to generate retirement income. Learn how it's done. Call us today, 888-429-5569, and check out our retirement income program, Saturdays at 11 a.m. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Ringing Liberty at 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.